Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be listening. Welcome to the Perkins and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson, and we appreciate you all for stopping by for the second installment of a series that we're doing. I'm married for love, and you should too. And let me just uh, very briefly recap this again. It's been a minute since we did the last podcast. Again, this was taken from a series that I did on my radio broadcast, the Your Life of Purpose radio broadcast, where I talked about I want to know what love is. And it came out of a post that I saw where uh, where someone was uh, made a video talking about how we should not marry for love. We should marry for a lot of other things. And so we wanted to make sure that we give proper perspective to this, because a lot of the things that we say we want to marry for what people bring to the table, quote unquote, those things are encompassed in love. And it seems like to me that we're trying to rename and rebrand something as something other than love when it doesn't need to be renamed or rebranded. The things that we talk about providing and caring and uh, the financial end of love and those things, companionship, conversation, those are all encompassed in love. And we don't need to make it seem like that's not love when it really and truly is. And so let's get to part two today. I don't want to redo the first podcast all over again. Let's get to part two. I marry for love and you should too. And so we ended the last podcast where I was sharing with you all and saying love is not your possession. And I want to make sure that I'm clear about this. I want to say this before I get to my notes for this podcast. We must be clear when it comes down to love. Love is not something that we should just be trying to possess. Love should be executed. Love is an action word. We talked about this in the last last podcast as well. Love is what you do. It is an action word. So love needs to be executed. And so we're running to the table saying, what do you bring to the table? And we're at the negotiating table, as we said in the last podcast. I don't believe that's where we're supposed to be. Love is what you do. It's not what you bargain and what you negotiate. And so that's part of the reason that we're doing these podcasts. And so let me share some notes with you. I want to try to make this very brief and then we're going to be out of your way here. The truest definition of love is is giving your giving of yourself to someone when they have nothing else to give you in return but themselves. And I believe you mentioned that in the last podcast as well. When you can give of yourself and the person that you're giving to, they don't have anything else to give you in return but themselves. That's love. That's love. The truest definition of love is a sacrificial love. What am I willing to give up even if I don't get anything in return? So again, we sit at that negotiating table saying, uh, what do you bring to the table? Let's bargain and let's do all this other stuff. The truest definition of love is a sacrificial love. Another note here, before love asks for anything, love sacrifices. If you're more aware of what you have to offer than what you're willing to sacrifice, then you're not looking for love. You're looking to trade. And this is what's so very important about this is that we're not looking to just trade is that we're not looking to to negotiate love. If you're more willing uh, uh, to talk about, this is what I have to offer. This is what I have to offer. Now, what are you going to give me in return? Then you're not operating in a sacrificial love. This thing that you have, you're looking to trade. And I understand that we all need love. I understand that it's important. But again, love is sacrificial. It's not something that we are, uh, should be looking to trade. And so then let me just go a little bit further here. What is sacrifice? Sacrifice is giving up something while putting yourself at a disadvantage. That's what sacrifice is. You're giving up something and putting yourself at a disadvantage for the greater good. And so then if you're in a love relationship, you will sacrifice sometimes to make your partner happy. You'll put yourself at a disadvantage to make that other person happy. And so that's what real love is. It sacrifices. It's not saying I'm only going to do this 
if you do this in return, real love sacrifice. See, we're so focused on what other people bring to the table, but do we really know what we're bringing and what we're willing to sacrifice? So you can bring something to the table and that's, that's great, but is it something that you're willing to sacrifice in order to have the greater good? Are you willing to sacrifice when you come to the table? And so again, we're, we're talking about negotiating love and all this other stuff. I should be coming to the table with something that says, I'm going to give you this. And even if you don't give me anything in return, I think you're worth me just giving this up. I think you're worth me sacrificing this. And so real love, real love, again, is demonstrated by what we can give with no expectations in return. That's when real love is demonstrated. You know, it's like having children where you can provide for your children and care for your children and love your children and do for your children. And you know, they can't do anything for you in return. You know, they can't give back what they've just taken from you. But you say, I love you this much that I'm willing to give it up for you. Now, let me just say this as a side note. Maybe part of the reason that we're having this trouble nowadays, because we'll say things like, you know, I'll sacrifice that for my children, but I'm not going to sacrifice it for this person. Well, again, the, the, I don't know about you all that, that may be married that are listening to this. The sacrifices I'm willing to make for my wife are the same I'd be willing to make for my children. I'm going to give my wife some things and she may not be able to give it back in return, but I'm willing to make that sacrifice for my wife. And so that's very important. We talk about being in love. We talk about loving people. We talk about sacrificing for them. Society has convinced us that this is foolish because so many of us have been used and abused by love. That's not love's fault. And I want to make sure that I'm clear on this. Uh, we've all been been mis mistreated. Many of us have been hurt. We've had our hearts broken. And we blame love for that when the truth of the matter is we put ourselves in some situation that caused us to be hurt. Sometimes you were hurt because of some choices that you made. Sometimes it had nothing to do with you. But it's not love's fault. It's just the fact that maybe we didn't exercise proper judgment. And so now we have the incorrect perspective on love because we either mishandled or misapplied love in the past. That love versus lust thing that we're constantly battling. And so a lot of us are, are, are misapplying love. We misunderstand love because we misapplied it in the past. And so when you become overly cautious with an unpredictable emotion like love, when you become overly cautious and say, I got to protect, I got to do all of this stuff, you know, you miss out on some things and you, you can plot and plan all you want, but you don't have any idea who you're going to fall in love with. Many of us have fallen in love with people that we, we never saw it coming. And we're saying to ourselves, I didn't plan for this. I, that wasn't part of the plan. I sat down and I knew what I brought to the table and I knew you didn't bring as much to the table. How did I fall in love with you? And again, as we said in the last podcast, every relationship, uh, it, it, we shouldn't be looking to for everything to be equal. We should be looking for balance. We should be looking for things to balance themselves out. And so when we talk about getting married for love. You ought to find that person that balances into you and not again, as I said in the last podcast, not bringing the measuring cup and saying, is this thing 50, 50 or 100, 100, however we want to identify it. And so the last thing I want to share with you all here is when we talk about uh, real love, real love isn't negotiated before it's felt in the heart. And so a note that I wrote down here is that would you rather have a soulmate or a roommate? And so this is important because when you start negotiating things. You start making business deals. We, we're in a business thing together. We, do you want a soulmate or do you want a roommate? And so this is so very important. Have you have you left your children? I want you all to get this before we wrap this up. Have you left your children a legacy of love? 
So when we talk about marrying for love, some of the most enduring relationships that I've ever seen, they, they, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of possessions. They really just had love. They really just had each other. They really had that sacrificial love. They just cared for each other and they just loved each other. And some of the most enduring relationships that I've ever seen were like that. That's a legacy that we have to begin to leave for our children so that when they're going out into and, and they're going out and they're seeking love and they're trying to find that soulmate, not just that roommate, that it's not all tied to financials and possessions and things like that, that it's not just tied down to those things, that we leave them a legacy of love that says, uh, because we loved each other, we were able to overcome this. Because we loved each other, we were able to endure this. Because we loved each other, we were able to get through this. And all of the things that we were able to do in this marriage wasn't because of financial things. It was because of love. And so I want to close this up here by saying again, I want to stress this. It still matters how we make each other feel. It's not everything, but it should be the motivation behind everything. And so, again, I don't want you all to discount butterflies. I don't want you to discount communication. I don't want you to discount just the care that that, that we have for one another. I don't want you to discount those things because they still matter. And I think a lot of us are trying to pull the emotion out of our relationships. And when we do that, the relationship becomes cold. It becomes just a matter of what can you do for me other than the, the intangibles, right? And so I want to make sure that we get this. There's a certain kind of love that can make one irreplaceable. There are some things, if, you, if you're blessed to be married, there's some things that your partner gives you that you cannot find anywhere else, that you can't buy it, you can't negotiate it, you can't win it. It's just there. It's just there. Those are the things that we ought to be marrying for those sacrifices that they make, the sacrifices that you make for your partner that you probably wouldn't make for anyone else on the planet. But this person, those things cannot be bought. They cannot be negotiated. They can only be felt. And so when we downplay love, love in its truest form, we cheat ourselves out of greatness. There's a difference between a practical life and a great life. I want to end it here. You could have a practical life and say financially everything's good. We got all ducks in the road, got the house we want, the cars we want, and all we live in the right neighborhood and all this other stuff. That's a practical life. But a great life is I have all of those things with a person that makes me feel like nobody else makes me feel. A person that makes me feel in love with them every day and not in love with what they bring to the table. That's all the time we have for the Purpose and Beyond podcast. We hope that you all enjoyed this uh, installment. I'm married for love and you should too. We're going to do a part three of this. We're going to wrap it up in the next uh, episode. And so we appreciate you all that have listened to this episode and listened to the last episode. Listen, as always, we want to encourage you all to stop by our website again, www.krjministries.org. Listen, stop by there. There's a book there called Temporarily Disconnected. That's the very first book that I wrote, Temporarily Disconnected. And I revised it uh, after I got married because the original version did not have a chapter in, on marriage because I was not married. And I didn't feel like it was good for me to talk about something that I had not experienced. But I revised it. 
uh, in 2016 for the 10 year anniversary. And uh, I put a chapter in there on marriage. So listen, I encourage you to stop by there. It's only $15. Stop by my website, www.krjministries.org. Pick up a copy of that book, Temporarily Disconnected. And it will, I believe that it will bless you at talks. It goes from relationship uh, to child rearing. And, and then there is a chapter on marriage. So I encourage you all to stop by there. Listen, that's all the time that we have today. We hope that you enjoy it, and we will see you next time on the Purpose and Beyond podcast. Be blessed.